Welcome to Standout, where entrepreneurs share what they've done to become media darlings. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan, with CherylTanMedia.com. On this show, we talk about the power of publicity and how you can use it to grow your business. This is episode number 37. If you want help connecting with journalists and getting featured in the media, check out the PR Pro Community, an online training academy for entrepreneurs who want to be seen as experts in their field. More details at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash PR Pro. This episode is a little different, and I really think you'll learn a lot from it. I typically talk with entrepreneurs who take us through their media journey, how they've created relationships with influencers and gotten media attention in return. Today, I'm introducing you to a dear friend of mine who is not a business owner, but who has created some invaluable media relationships that benefit the nonprofit organization she works for. I'm thrilled to introduce you to Terry Arnold, the Director of Marketing Communications at the American Heart Association of Hampton Roads. And I've created a guide you can use right away. It's called the Perfect Press Release Template. You can get that in this episode's show notes at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash podcast. This is episode number 37. In her position, Terry works with entrepreneurs as well as the media just about every single day, and she's going to tell us how creating strong relationships can help both sides accomplish their goals. Terry, thanks so much for being on Standout. It is a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We've known each other for years, and we're going to talk about that as we get moving with this interview. But the reason I want you on the show is because of the role you play in our community. You're the Director of Marketing and Communications at the American Heart Association and the American Stroke Association in Hampton Roads. So we've known each other back when I was a reporter in my reporting days, and That's the relationship part I wanted to talk about. A lot of the entrepreneurs that I speak with and that are in my PR Pro membership community, they are wanting media. They want media attention and they want that relationship, but they're not sure how to create it. So I wanted you to come on the show to talk about the creating relationship part and how important that's been in helping get the message out for the American Heart Association and the American Stroke Association. Let's start with how long you've been in the Hampton Roads community in the Virginia Beach area. Um, I've actually worked for nonprofits in Hampton Roads for about, well, I'd say a little over 20 years. So I've been in this market for a while, and um, I've done a lot of nonprofit marketing and PR work um, for different nonprofits. And I love the nonprofit sector, but I also love working with for-profit companies and, and helping them gain exposure and awareness for their brands, but also helping um, the brands of the nonprofits get out there as well. And I think that's so important is you're trying to get a message out. So many of the entrepreneurs I talk with have a passion. They have a message, but they don't really know where to start in doing that. Mm -hmm. So when you have something that you're trying to promote, Terry, when you have maybe an event or you have a mission for your nonprofit, where do you begin in that process to make that media outreach? And maybe we should go back and say, you know, how, or, and have you answer the question, how important is the media in getting your message out? 
the media is completely essential in every single thing that I do. And building relationships with the media is huge for me. And it does take time. Um, and I think it's a little easier for a nonprofit to promote what they're doing um, because there's, you know, we're, we're typically fundraising or we're raising awareness, we're not selling a product. Um, so it is a little easier for us to connect with the media and for them to talk about what we're doing and how we're trying to raise funds and awareness. Um, but a lot of what I do is I talk to the media but I, about our particular events and different things we have going on, but I also connect with them kind of offline a little bit. So I really love Twitter, for example. And ever since I got on Twitter, I've been using it to connect with my media contacts. And I will send them a little tweet about what's happening or what's going on or even direct message them about something. But I'll also talk to them about the newscast. Like I watch the newscast and say, hey, you know, I love what you're wearing today. It looks great. Or, you know, I love that story about blah, blah, blah. You know, so it's not always about me promoting what we're doing. It's about that personal connection so that they know me. And oftentimes I'll, you know, invite them to coffee or invite them to our office to have a meeting to just pitch story ideas and to sit down with them and, and figure out, you know, what works best for them and what works best for us, because they don't want to look like they're promoting products and, and promoting companies. That's for advertising. That's for paid advertising. So what they want to do is tell stories about what's happening in the community and how our for our nonprofit is helping, but also how our corporate partners are helping us as well. Mm, that is great. And when you make that outreach, when you say to a reporter who might be interested in sharing the American Heart Association story, do they normally say yes? Do they normally, are they interested in creating that relationship as well? Yes, they are. And I think, you know, it's a little different for us too as a high profile nonprofit mm -hmm. because a lot of the smaller nonprofits um, also have a hard time getting the attention of the media in some cases, um, you know, because they work locally and so they have a lot of great local stories. We, as a large nonprofit, we're the largest um, volunteer health organization in the country. We have a great brand behind us. Um, we have obviously tons of research because all of our dollars go to um, heart disease and stroke research and awareness. So we we're always we always have stories that are coming out about brand new research that's happening or um, awareness campaigns that are happening particular months like American Stroke Month or American Heart Month. Those, those make it easier for us to pitch stories around um, those months. So, you know, it, it is easy for us, to be honest, just because we have a lot of clout behind our brand. And the media wants to work with reputable organizations and nonprofits to be able to tell local stories and tell how these nonprofits are helping locally. So, you know, it does take time and it is not, I, I think my best piece of advice here would be don't always focus on what you're doing. Try to help them as much as you can. And what I do is I try to do the job of the reporter. So basically I pitch a story idea to them and I say, okay, I'm going to get you a spokesperson. I'm going to get talking points. I'm going to help craft the story. So basically you're kind of doing the job for them and they just come and film it and 
there you go. So <laughs> you really have to, you know, work with them and get to know them personally and become friends with them. And that's what I've done over the years. And that's helped me tremendously in pitching stories. Since you've been in the market for a really long time, I imagine you've seen some really great things, some best practices, and some things that maybe other organizations could have done better. What are some of the mistakes you see out in this world when, and it could be nonprofit, it can be for-profit, when they're trying to pitch the media, when organizations or groups or uh, people in the community are trying to get their story out there? What are some of the mistakes and some of the things that are that other people are doing phenomenally well uh, in your experience? I think um, when people pitch the media, they tend to look at it from their side only. Like, what what am I trying to get out of this? But you have to look at it from the side of the media as well and what they're putting out and what's in their best interest and what's going to be interesting to the audience. You have to always look at it from that perspective. Like, if I'm watching this on TV, why am I going to care about this? What what how does this affect me personally if I'm an audience member? You always have to think about it from the audience's perspective, and that's where the media will catch on and say, oh, yeah, our audience will care about this, so let's do a story about it. Or, you know, our audience really loves this particular association. Let's let's talk to them during American Heart Month, and let's do a profile story on, on you know, a heart attack survivor and get out information about heart disease awareness because that's what our audience wants to hear. They want to hear positive news. They want to hear good things happening in the community. So don't always think of it as, I'm promoting our heart walk. You're not. You're promoting the organization, but you're also getting out stories that the audience wants to hear and they they care about. So you have to think about it from that perspective. And I think where people go wrong is that they just completely focus on themselves Mm -hmm. and they have to really think about it from the media's perspective is what's in it for them. And why are they going to tell this story? And why is this a good thing for the audience to hear? So think about it from your perspective, but also look at it from the media's perspective always. And what's a good story? What do people care about? What do people want to hear about? And then they will come to your side and say, oh, yeah, yeah, let's work on this together and let's do this. The media really is your partner in this. They want to tell these stories. They want to get this information out there. So don't be afraid to pitch things to them, but also do your homework and also go to them and say, I've got all of these pieces in place. I've got a spokesperson. I've got a location. I've got the time. I've got the information for you. I've got talking points. I've got pictures. Do your homework before you even get there so that when you pitch to them, you're good to go. It's not, they don't want to do a whole lot of work. They have so many things on their plate. They have so many things going on. If you approach them and say, Hey, I've got this great story and here's all the pieces to put it together. They're going to say, okay, let's do this. I want to touch more on the, the aspect of partnerships that you are talking about partnering with the media in a sense to share stories that will um, give them what they want and then helps you out at the same time. But partnerships kind of in a different way where the American Heart Association is pretty well known. We, we, we all have heard about it and <laughs> yeah. you mentioned that. Um, but how about a smaller organization, a nonprofit, maybe for profit, but what are, what is your take on partnering with a smaller group? Maybe that smaller group looking to partner with you even to 
create something bigger than if you were by yourself. It would be much harder to do so. Right. Well, we at the American Heart Association, we're big on cause marketing. So um, we work with a lot of smaller companies and, and a lot of larger corporations. And they sponsor our events for us. And by sponsoring that, they receive benefits. And so, for example, we work, and this is a larger company, but we work with smaller ones. Now, um, Newport News Shipbuilding is a very big sponsor of our upcoming heart walks. And because they give us such a large amount of money, they're able to co-brand with us. And we have a very strong brand, like I said before, and people want to co-brand with us because it makes them look better. It elevates their company. And as a result, we try to incorporate Newport News Shipbuilding and their spokespeople into everything that we do. So if I'm pitching the heart walk, I'm going to go to Channel 13 and I'm going to say, hey, I have this great spokesperson from Newport News Shipbuilding who's a heart attack survivor that can come on the new news or Coastal Connections or whatever to talk about their experience, but also talk about their company sponsoring the heart walk. So by companies sponsoring our events and our different campaigns, they get marketing and media benefits. So in other words, I'm doing a lot of the work for them. So when you work with a nonprofit that's larger and does a lot of cause marketing, we will say, if you give us X amount of dollars, we will provide this. So we will work to get you media. We'll work to get your logo on everything that we have. We'll get you on our website. We'll post things on Facebook and social media. They're tagging you. So you can get visibility and awareness through us. And that's why a lot of companies work with us because they want that that partnership with us. They want to be able to co-brand with us. And really, it's almost like hiring a PR marketing person mm-hmm. um, because they're not doing the work. I, I'm doing the work and I'm pitching the media and I'm pitching stories and they just provide a spokesperson, but they get all the benefits of that. So it's, it's a win-win for us because we get money towards our mission, which is, you know, raising awareness and research and funding and all of that. But they also get to connect with us and be more visible to the community and the community will say, Oh wow, Newport News Shipbuilding sponsors the American Heart Association. Okay. They're, you know, they're doing really well with corporate social responsibility. They're a good company. They're a company we want to support because they're supporting the goodness of our community and they're helping our community to be healthier. So, you know, a lot of the corporations we work with, Anthem, Blue Cross and Blue Shield, we work with um, a lot of the larger hospitals sponsor us as well because they want that connection with us and they want help in raising awareness about the good that they're doing in the community. So it's, it's really a win-win on both sides. I tell you. And also for the smaller, the smaller companies as well, you know, we have smaller events and, you know, that come in at, at a lower sponsorship level and they also get those benefits. So they get their logo on things like t-shirts and, and things like that, but they also are affiliated with us. So it's a local bank that's working with the American Heart Association. So we kind of elevate even a smaller entrepreneur because they're connected with us and we're a national nonprofit. For those who are listening, uh, what an opportunity to know that if you have a heart to serve, there are opportunities to serve and 
get your expertise <laughs> helping them at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's really something to think about if it's not something that you've thought about before. Um, the last question I have for you, Terry, is about time, right? We don't have mm-hmm. enough of it. Nobody has enough of it. And when I speak with business owners, a lot of them say, well, I, you know, I don't have the budget or the time, mostly the budget to devote and have a marketing person. And then if they don't have that budget, then they don't have the time to make those relationships or they think they don't. What would you say to that? And how would you help someone who is strapped for time and money, uh, knowing what you know about your industry and how you've been able to create relationships? What would you say to them? Well, I would say, you know, it's worth carving out some time (laughs) because the more visible you are, (laughs) the more um, business you're going to get. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I I know that, and and also marketing and PR is foreign to a lot of people. They don't know where to start. They don't know um, what to pitch. And, you know, I would say you sit down with the media and talk to them and, and ask them questions. I mean, even if you're not pitching something, set up a meeting and, and kind of pick their brains a little bit and figure out, you know, from them, what is the best story to pitch? What do you think is the best way for us to get out there? And really, I honestly think that if you're pitching something about your particular um, company, you know, let's say you're pitching like a, a ribbon cutting or something like that. Um, do it far in advance, um, but also know that maybe the media won't show up that particular day. Be out there with the photographer, take pictures, and send those pictures to the media after the ribbon cutting. They might not come with the camera crew and the whole nine yards, but you can also send these things into you know, the local business journal or the newspaper or whatever, send these, put it on Facebook, you know, document everything, put it on social media. I know that social media can take some time, but it's really worth it to get your brand out there. And it's really the way things are going. The people do watch TV news and they do look at the newspaper occasionally. That's kind of going downhill a little bit. So I would say focus more on your social media presence and, and documenting everything you're doing and showing that, you know, your company is helping the local community by employing people in the community. And maybe talk about, you know, pitch a story about a local employee that is maybe a single mom and she's working really hard and, but she loves her job and she loves, you know, doing what she's doing at this particular company. Pitch stories about your people and and what's interesting about them and why they're such good employees or pick a particular product and how that's helping make the world a better place. You know, things like that. If you're going to the media and just saying, Hey, talk about this product, they're going to say, no, go to our advertising department and you can pay for that, (laughs) but focus on people and focus on how your product or service is helping the community in a greater sense. And then the media will jump on that. (laughs) How can people learn more about your mission, Terry? And if they so choose, um, how can they reach out to you? They can learn about our mission at our um, Facebook page. So if they go to facebook.com slash Hampton Roads AHA, um, we're also on 
Twitter and Instagram as well. And we update that constantly so people can know what events are happening in the community and what campaigns we're pushing out and different things like that. If they're interested in sponsoring any of our uh, events that are coming up or any of our campaigns, they can call me. Um, my telephone number is 757-272-7002, or they can email me at terry, T-E-R-I dot Arnold, A-R-N-O-L-D at heart dot org. And I'll be happy to, to send them information and, and help them to work with us um, so they have a greater awareness in the community. Terry, thank you so much for your time. I, there's a reason why I like you so much. <laughs> there's <laughs> such great stuff that you've talked about. Sweet. And I've loved the opportunity to to know you back in the reporter days and now. And I'm a board member with the chapter. And I mean, it's it's been really a phenomenal experience. And thank you for talking with us here on the show. Before we go, I just wanted to ask you a question that okay. I ask everybody who comes on the show, which is, what makes you a standout? I think what makes me a standout is that I don't take no for an answer. And (laughs) I push and push and push until I get to that particular goal. I have a lot of perseverance, but I also feel like one of my standout qualities is that I look at what's in it for you, not just what's in it for me, but what's in it for you. How do we make a win-win situation out of every single opportunity that's happening so everybody can feel good about it? So I think what makes me stand out is that um, I look at things differently than other people, I think, and I think that that helps me in my career and even in my personal life as well. That's great. Terry Arnold, thanks so much for your time, and I will see you soon. (laughs) Great. Thank you, Cheryl. Want to catch the show notes for this and past episodes, as well as the perfect press release template? All of the standout shows are in one place at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash podcast. This is episode number 37. Did you enjoy the show? Please share it with someone who may benefit from it. Really, the best way to get this show in front of more listeners is to subscribe to and review the show on iTunes. Thank you in advance for your support. Until next time, I'm Cheryl Tan.